0: We're going to be starting on Chavdalah um, on the the Mishnah, famous Mishnah, and it's going to open the sugya for us. This sugya is going to go in a lot of surprising directions. I was myself surprised as I when I was getting into the sugya that it takes us in other directions where normally we think about Asmachta Lokanya as gambling. Okay. And in fact, that's basically where the sugi starts. But in fact, it's much, much broader than the issue of gambling. And I alluded to that in the, in the little blurb that we sent around. Um, okay. Because it has to do with uh, penalty clauses and escrows and all kinds of interesting things that are pretty standard in our modern um, economic system. Uh, so we're going to see how, where it, where it how it Um, uh, uh, you know, expands out. Um, Okay, we'll give one more minute and then we're going to open up with the Mishnah on Chavdal Ramudbeis in Sanhedrin. (laughs) Okay, uh, all right, so let's get started. So says the Mishnah, okay? So Elu... And Rashi says, we're talking here about Psulim both for Edus and for Dayonus. So mida um a Rosha, meaning a person who violates Torah prohibitions. So he is puzzled to be a Dion okay, a Mechaol Shabbos, etc. You know, the that, That's very important at a, at a wedding when you have Adekidushin, that the Ede Kedushin have to be kosher Ede kedushin, which means they can't be violating they can't be Torah violators, but the Mishnah here expands it and goes beyond the Torah violations. and each of these, the Gemara is going to explain what exactly they mean and why they're puzzled. So masachik bekuvia. So Rashi says that the Gemara is going to explain each of them, and if you see Rashi, he writes kulon me'ain gazlanim heim. They're all Quasi Gazlanim. You know, Rashi's alluding to the fact that these are not the d- uh, d- O'Raisa Gazlanim, but they're like Gazlanim, either because they're Rabbinic Gazlanim or they have the appearance of Gazlanim. And therefore, so what, says Rashi? The Torah says you're not allowed to have a Roshah, i.e., a Torah violator, as an aid, as a witness, and all the more so as a dying, as a judge. And these are ke'en, they're like gazlanim, and therefore it's clear that we're dealing here with rabbinic prohibitions. So, mesachik bakuvia, which means they play some kind of cards or, or, or uh, cubes. Again, in modern terminology, we would call them dice, uh, but it means gamblers. Malve beribis, a person who loans money beribis. Okay, now that's not normally... A love that would make you—it's not like Chil Shabbos, where that in and of itself makes you uh, a apostle But we're going to see that that's going to be a Rabbinic tool Malva be ma'fri Yonim. In what what today we would have horse races. In those days they had a, a bird, pigeon races. Okay, but again, it's a kind of a gambling. Sochre Shvis, people who deal with payro Shvis. So there's an Isser. Of um, uh, there's an iser of doing business with payros shvis, but that in and of itself is not a psulda da oraisa. So it doesn't make you. It's a violation min but it doesn't make you puzzle min hat-tora. So says Rashi. Sochre shvis. Why would sochre shvis? Why is that something that puzzles you to be a dyin or an aid? And Rashi gives you the main point of this mishnah. How will the chimud mamod? Ma'aviro al Torah. Why would a person do business with peroshviyas when it's prohibited? The answer is for profit. He wants to make profit on the peroshviyas. So his motivation here is money. So he's motivated by money, even at the expense of complying with Torah law. And therefore, um, I lost my place. All right. Um, de Hamas. So he's like a rasha that does things corruptly for money. Ladun. So he's not allowed to testify or to judge. Why? Because he is not. So Rashi's giving you the basic principle of this Mishnah is we are going to invalidate people from being test witnesses or judges even if they haven't violated a Torah prohibition that in and of itself makes them puzzle, but they're puzzled because they have shown that they're ready to compromise Torah law for profit. Okay, so those are, that's the list. Shimon, Says Rashi, Osan, What what's going on here? What's what, what changed here between sochre shvius and 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 the uh, Again, literally Osve means they gather the Shi'as the fruit together. And we'll see in the Gemara. We're not going to get into that. Um, okay, and but then Ammarav Yehuda, a Mossai. This is going back to our Sugya of um B'Kuvia, etc. Amara Yehuda, a Mossai. Says Rashi, a Mossai, when uh, is there a Rashi on that line? No. Okay. So a Mossai means when do I say that these people who are when do I say that they're where they don't have an honest profession? This is their whole means of income. Avalyeshlem umnus, shelohu. But if they also, knows they do all of this on the side. They have a job, they have a regular legitimate business, but they also gamble or they also loan money baribis. So then their k'sherim says Rashi, why? They are not uh, productive members contributing to society. So what's wrong Listen to what Rashi says. Rashi lumps here a few things together. They And this is certainly why they would be puzzle lit, Dayanus. They don't know how the world works. If they have no business dealings, they don't operate in the real world. So how could they know how the world works? And how could they be Dayanin? And even Aiden, they're not really afraid of violations. And therefore, since they're not involved in yeshuvah olam, they're not involved in productive economic activities, they don't know how the world works. And, of course, they're also, all right, it doesn't mean that somebody lives out of charity. We're talking about somebody who does these shady deals in order to make a living. So that's, that's who we're talking about. Okay, that's, that's what we have in the Mishnah. Okay, so now let's just go right into the Gemara. Masachik Bekuvia Ma'ika of it. What is wrong with a person who is Misachik Again, this means, in our day, it would mean a guy who plays the roulette reel, a guy who plays die, a dice. Okay, I'm not sure about a card game, but certainly dice and a roulette wheel. That would be our modern terminology of Misachik What'd he do wrong? Why is there a problem? Amar Rami Mishum Asmachta low Lo Says Rashi. What's an Asmachta? What's the definition of Asmachta? This is already, again, this is our first exposure to the definition of Asmachta, and it's going to go in many different directions as we see all the Gemaras. but this is the starting point. Ha'inu, Asmachta ha'inu, davar. deino no se'in lo midato. Or when a person gives money because he lost in the dice game, he doesn't really give it because he wants to give it. He is somech al davar she'einu. So when he puts down money on a game of chance, why is he doing it? He thinks that he's going to win. But sometimes he loses. And therefore, when he's giving the money, he's not really giving it because he wants to give it. He's giving it because he thinks he's going to win with it. Now, it's not clear when you read this Rashi, it doesn't sound like this is a game of chance. Because it says, also. it's a little ambiguous whether we're talking here about a game like poker, where there's an element of skill, or it's purely chance. It's a little bit ambiguous. Okay, but that's an asmachta where he thinks he's going to win. And therefore, that's why he puts his money down. Why is it low kanya? Because he thought he's not really giving it, Rashi, the first line of the Rashi. He's not giving the money midaito. And therefore, says Rashi, meaning if he gets money from the other guy, here's where we're reversing it. So the other guy, when he gave the money to the winner, the guy who gave the money to the winner didn't really want to give the money because the guy who, gave the, who lost thought he's going to win. So when you make the guy give the money, you, the holder of the winning money, you're holding somebody else's money that he didn't really give Badaito. And it's not really Kone. And therefore, you're holding money that doesn't really belong to you. It's again, it's Kaengazane. Because at the end of the day, you know, the guy did give it to you, but he gave it to you like almost under uh, co- coercion, because he didn't really want to give it to you, because he was sure he's gonna win. Again, this is very ambiguous. yet we're gonna have a lot to say about it. Okay. But that's one opinion of what's wrong point. with Masachik B'Kuvia. Let's hold questions just for another couple of minutes. Rav Sheshis Omar, Kolki hai Lava Asmachta. This is not an Asmachta. All right. So he's, he and it was, according to Rav Sheshis, it's absolutely legitimate. This does not fall into the category of Asmachta Lo Kanya because this is not an Asmachta. We'll see what an Asmachta is according to Rav Sheshis. But he goes, this is not an Asmachta. So why are they pasaleidus? Oskin shuvo shell olam. He's not involved in productive activity to contribute to society. Right? That's why we're going to make him pasaleidus. Okay. And then the Gemara says, we'll go to Rashi in one minute is there any difference in practical halacha? My benayu always means is there a halachic difference between Rabbi Baruch explanation and Rav Shesh's explanation? That if he has another profession, so then according to a uh, uh, Rav Sheshes, he's okay because he is contributing to society. But according to Rami Bar I don't care if he has another profession. The money that he's holding is Ke'im Gezele. Okay, let's see Rashi. That uh, Rav Shesha says, So then you've got to ask, according to Rav Shesha, so what is an asmakta If this isn't an asmachta, what is an asmachta? Kigon, and we're going to see this Gemara inside. Im over avid. So I will already say it outside. We'll see the Gomorrah inside, but I'll just give you the, the outside background. So you have a sharecropper, okay? So I own a field, and you're going to be my sharecropper, and you're going to work, work the field and give me 30%. Now, I'm giving you my field, and I'm worried that you're a lazy bum, and you're going to you, – you don't lose anything if you don't work my field, so you won't get your 30%. Maybe you'll get another job. Maybe you'll go to, 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 to Miami. But I'm worried that you're not going to work the field. So I make you sign a contract that says that you're going to work the field and give me 30%. And if you don't work the field, okay, and if you don't work the field, im avid. Ovir means I let the field lie fallow, and I don't work the field, then you're going to pay me 30% of an average yield. Okay, or, or 30% of the best yield. I'm sorry. Or meaning what did we expect the best that this field could produce? You're going to pay me as if it produced the best. So that's an Asmachta. Okay, because you don't really mean it. Ukigon, another example, which we're going to get and we're going to see this example inside. the So, you know, I think it's kedai for us to leave these Rashi's now, because this is saying what is an Asmachta, and we have to see these Gemaras inside which we will. Okay, but in, so Rav Sheshis holds that's not an asmakta. An asmakta has to be something a little bit different, and that's the Machlokas. I'll take questions till here, as long as you don't ask me about that Rashi, um, on what is an asmakta according to Rav because we have to see the Gemaras. Questions?
1: That was my question.
0: Huh? That was going to be your a question. question. Could you just repeat the two, the two of them quickly? I'll so repeat. Want to do it, it I'm now. not going to explain why they're smart. Awesome okay. The first one is that a sharecropper commits that if he doesn't work the field like he's supposed to, he's going to give the guy thirty percent. He's going to give the guy a financial compensation of what would have been had the field produced the best crop. Remember, the okay. field produced no crop, so he's got to basically reaching into his pocket to pull out money to pay for not working the field. Was he expecting to work the field or not expecting to work the field? He planned to work the field, so. Okay, and therefore he, he really never have intended any attention to, to the money. People. We're getting here into penalty clauses. I'll just quickly give you the uh, the, the the other example um, of, of Bava Basra. So um, I will say it outside. You just get a sense of where we're heading. Okay, so, um, so I owe Tuvia $1,000, and Tuvia has a note. He has an IOU that I owe him $1,000. And he's pressing me to pay. And I say, look, Tuvia, I, I don't really have the mon- enough money. I have $500. So I'll pay you $500. But wait a minute, I'm not going to pay you $500 and leave you holding a star that says I owe 1000 But we're too lazy. To, I don't want, And I don't want a receipt because I'll lose the receipt. And Tuvia says, well, I'm not going to sit there and rewrite a star on $500. So we come up with a brilliant idea. Okay, we're going to give the star that says I owe a thousand dollars to Yehuda, and he's going to keep the star. And if I pay when I pay the five hundred, then he's going to tear up the star. But Tuvia says, "Wait a minute! I'm worried that you're never going to pay me. I'm worried that you're going to run away. I need some a a deadline. So we make a following deal: I give you five hundred dollars, Tuvia. Tuvia gives the star to Yehuda, and we say like this: If I haven't paid you by January first then Yehuda gets to give Tuvia back to Shtar. Well, what is Tuvia now going to do with the Shtar that he gets back? Elect the whole thing. Elect $1,000. So I'm subjecting myself to a penalty if I don't deliver the $500 by January 1st. That's an asmakta because I never intended that that should ever happen. No way I ever intended that that should happen. Okay? All right. That's I gave you the cases. When we do the Gemaras. we'll see more in-depth why that's an asmachta and what the problem is. How
2: do we know the idea of a slachta? Like, really, it should be a good Kenyan and somehow it's taken out? Like, where is this coming from?
0: Wait till we get to the Gemurras that have a machlokus, whether asmachta kanya or asmachta lokanya. Right now, the Gemurras is assuming that, that it's an asmachta, and therefore having money that you got through an asmachta is ke'en gazela
2: Are they svarim we- or sukim with- or we don't so- know?
0: To oh, you hold we got a lot of Gamers ahead of us? Okay. We got a lot of Gamors ahead of us. Okay. Okay. Got a my Bainaiu de Gomor Sahisa Diamor Rab Yaya Diamarahuda a Mossai Bisman Chen Lem Umnus. Elohu, Ava Yesalumus, Shalowhu, Kshayrim Alma okay. Time de Mastashimishum Yeshu Shalolo. So they're bringing a pr- they're showing you the my bay between Rav Sheshis and Rabchama is really built into the Lushen of the Mishnah. Because the Mishnah says that the din of passling them, La'edus, only kicks in, as Rabbi Yehuda says at the end of the Mishnah, only when they have no umnes acharis. So that sounds like that's the only time you're puzzled. So it says the Gomorrah, in that case, in mean, the second to last, like, bar-chama. <laughs> the Mishnah seems to say not like Rami bar the Mishnah seems to say that the reason for psul is because the Yeshuva and not because of Asmachta. Okay, that's the Chitema Pligi Maybe you'll say, well, there's a machlokas. Rabbi Yehuda is his opinion. The Tanakhama holds it's because of a, a, it's because of Asmachta, and there's a machlokas Tanakhama and Rabbi Yehuda. That would be that would save Rami Barham. Uh, that would save. Bar, bar, uh, I'm sorry. That would save Rami Barham. So says the Gemara, that can't be. It's not true that there's a machlotis. <speaking in Hebrew> Anytime you have a Mishnah where there's an opinion of a Tanakama, comes along Rabbi Yehuda and uses the lushan either of a hey, mosai when is this din true? Da-da-da-da-da, or Bamed when is this din true? Blah blah da-da-da-da-da. So is Rabbi Yehuda arguing on the Tanakama or explaining the Tanakama? So Sedrabi Yahushua bin Levi, call mokum Shummer of Yhude Masay Ubameh Aino Elafarish Divray So you see that it's not a machlokus. So Rabbi Bachama can't turn that into a machlokus. Okay, says Rashi. Just one second. Yeah, says Rashi, Tapakhaf Aleph. A Masai Ubameh, a Mossai in Masnishinda Haka. That's an example of Rabbi Yehuda using an emosai. Again, emosai is a scenario. Mar. It's a scenario limitation. So in those cases, Rabbi is always being mafarish. The so there's no machlokus. And Rabbi Yehuda and Amar emosai lefarish Ubame lachlok, but the kule alma emosai lefarish. So one of the things we see is that whether whether you're going to go like Rabbi Shub and Levi, or you're going to go like Rabbi Yochanan, Everybody agrees that when Rav Yehuda says uh, uh, a Maasai, everybody agrees that's Lafarish. So you have no machlokas. So we have a problem. Rami Chama sounds like we have a Mishnah that says that the whole din of Pussul la'edus is limited to a case where the guy has no other legitimate occupation. But if he does, it's okay. Well, that sounds like Rav Sheshis's opinion, not like Rami Chama's opinion. Everybody see the kasha on Rami Bar from the Mishnah. Yes, everybody sees the kasha. And you're you're got to understand, understand gonna... the kasha to appreciate the the the, the 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 fast footwork that the Gemara is going to do for the Terence. Can you can you read it? Can you read it? The kasha. It's very simple. The Mishnah says, I'm a Rabbi Yehuda, when do we say that um, that all of these examples, Mikuvya, Mafri, when are they posle edus?" Says Rabbi Yehuda, when they have no other legitimate profession. But if they have a legitimate profession, then they're okay. And the Gemara, when it saw Rami Barhama and Rav it asked, My Benayu, because Rabbi Barhama says it's puzzle because of Asmachta. And Rav held it's puzzle because. olam. And the Mishnah sounds very clearly, based on Rabbi Yehuda, who's not arguing on the Tanakhama, that the only reason of Psul is because they have no legitimate profession. So it's a Kasha on Rami Rabbi, on Rabbi Barhama. It's not because of Asmachka, it's because of not a legitimate profession. Pinchas, do you see that that's a kasha on yeah. Rami Bar-Chama? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So says the Gemara, wait a minute. On what are you building your kasha on Rami Bar-Chama? You're building it on the consensus between Rabbi Yashua Ben Levi and Rabbi Yechanan, that whenever, whenever Rabbi Yehuda says a Maasai, he's lefarish and not arguing. As the Gemara, what you're bringing me, a, you're asking me a kasha on Rami Bar Chama based on the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda ben Yotro ben Levi and Rabbi and Rabbi Yonchanan. Mar <laughs> Mar What's the problem? Rami Bar Chama holds that when Rabbi Yehuda says a hey, he is arguing. So therefore, I have a machlokis tanoim, and I, Rami Bar Chama, am passing like the Chachamim and not like Rabbi Yehuda. Are we happy? It says Rashi. That's all very simple. Okay. So what we did is we, we reinstated the legitimate machlokas of reason for din in our Mishnah between Rami Bar and Rosh So far, so good. Yeah. Everybody okay? Yeah,
2: well, lots of questions. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm saying that there lots of questions. Everybody's good, but there's lots of questions. First one for me, if I had, if I could just put, put two questions forward. One is Massachusetts, for instance. So either way, if the, if, the, if a guy goes to a casino uh, while on holidays, once in a blue moon, that doesn't pass on him for ages.
0: According to according to uh, uh, Rabbi Barhama, it does because he's holding money that doesn't belong to him.
2: So it's Cain holding
0: money that doesn't belong to him.
2: Okay, then I would go to, a, to my next question, which is: there are many instances where people pay for something and are not happy about it.
0: Okay, that's I'm gonna. That is mu- that's we will deal with that way down the. That's way down the line. That, that's already a good question. Well, that's down the line. What you're really asking is, so what's exactly the definition of Asmachda?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, so, some well, somebody uh, wants to buy a car, and because there's a shortage of cars, the, you know, he's going to have to pay $10,000 for a $5,000 car. Uh, he's uh, not happy. That that buyer is no, not no, happy. No, no. That is, that, that that is that, straight that, up. No, 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 no. Okay. That, Which that, takes you to the question about the market. No, 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 no. That we're not even—that's not even on the radar
0: screen. That's right. That's not even on the radar screen.
2: Okay, well, it happens. It happens all the time. No,
0: that's not on the radar speed of Asmahta. That's of course one thousand percent legitimate. That's not in the discussion of Asmahta.
2: When you say legitimate, it, 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 he, he's, he's kosher latest because he a hundred.
0: He took... The guy who. The, minute. The guy who pays the ten thousand dollars for the car because there's a shortage, and the guy who charges. $10,000 to the car. Because there's a shortage, both of them are kosher ladies. Nothing but, to do with the, with the sugi of asma.
2: But it's the same as the guy in the casino.
0: Okay, so the that, casino. <laughs> you're you're running. You're making me run around in circles, because what you're really saying is, well, what's the definition of, of the asmach that, that the guy in the casino is doing that's different? So you're asking the definition of asmach. That's, that's really what you're asking, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. Right. So I made a trigger warning at the beginning, that, right? That, that, that we're not going to be able to define that here. <clears throat> we need to see the other Gomorrahs that go much more in-depth into it. Okay. okay? All right. So now continues the Gomorrah, the low plegi, The low plegi, And there is no machlokes between... Remember, so what is the Gomorrah saying? The Gemara is saying that according to Rabbi Yoshua ben Levi and Rabbi and, and the, Rabbi ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan, there's no machlokus between Rabbi Yehuda and the Tanakhama. That's what they were saying. Rami Bar is going to say there is, and they're saying there isn't. Says the Gemara, "Lo plei, what? You, you, you think there's no machlokas between Rabbi Yehuda and the Tanakama? I see that I have an explicit brisa." that says your puzzle even with another umnus. Well, who could that be? That can't be Rabbi Yehuda. That could only be the Tanakhama. So I see that, the, that that there is a makhlokas. Uh, everybody, everybody see that? That if I have a brisa that says, shiyesh elohu, a puzzle, that's clearly against the shita of Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah. Because Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah says, a Elohu. And this B'risa says not like that. So you see clearly that Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah argues on the Tanakama of our Mishnah because there is an opinion in this B'risa that seems to align with the Tanakama. So says the Gemara. No, Ha'hi, meaning that B'risa that we just read that makes him Chayiv, makes him puzzled with another umnus or without, that's Rabbi Yehuda Mishum Rabbi Tarfon. Rabbi Yehuda Mishum Rabbi me'hem nazir la'fisha lo What is the connection? So there's a Rabbi Tarfon which Rabbi Yehuda holds of. And then there's another opinion. Let's see inside what this hahi Rabbi Yehuda, the Rashi. And it's going to take us a little bit sidetracked. But we're learning Pshat, so let's just get it straight so we'll know how the Gemara reconciles the two Shitas. Hahi hi the Rabbi Mishum Rabbi Tav. So we're reinstating Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi and Rabbi Yochanan that we're not forced to say that there's a Machlokas within our Mishnah. And that a mosai is L'farishu. vra and demas lo pligi aleh. And there's no machlokas internally in our Mishnah between Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim. Everybody agrees that if you have a different umnus, you're okay. Aye, what are we going to do with that brysa? Umas diktani ishlo, That the brysa that seems to sound like you're okay whether you have an umnus. I'm sorry, that you're puzzled whether you have an umnus or you don't have an umnus. You're always puzzled. That sounds like not uh, not anything to do with our Mishnah. Taima, the reason there is mishum that the reason in that, why am I, again, if you're going to be puzzled whether you have another umnus or you don't have another umnus, you're going to be puzzled. That could only be because of asmachta. There's no other reason to puzzle the guy. If he has a profession, the only other reason could be asmachta. So who, where is that? That's Rabbi Yehuda gufei amra mishmei to Rabbi Tarfa. That brysa was Rabbi Yehuda in the name of Rabbi Tarfa. Rabbi Yehuda himself Holds like the Chachamim in our Mishnah that it's not because of Asmachta; it's only because of Umus. But that brysa is Rav Yehuda Mishum Rabbi Tarfon, and that Baisa plikiyad the Rabbanan deMasnisin, and that brysa does argue on the Rabbanan of our Mishnah. The Mishum Yehuda Milsayu the So in our Mishnah, Rav Yehuda is explaining the Rabbanan, and he agrees with the Rabbanan. The b'raisa is Rabbi Yehuda telling me what Rabbi Tarfan holds. Where? What Rabbi Tarfan are we talking about? So again, we're going to get sidetracked, but let's just see it so we have complete shot when we get to the two dots. So, What's the scenario? Says Rashi, so Rashi is going to give you the scenario of Rabbi Tarfan. Shnayim yoshvin the echad over Two people are sitting, Reuven and Shimon are sitting. And Levi walks by. Zeomer phony over Nazar. says, "You see that guy Levi? He's a Nazir." The Zeomer ain't a Nazir. As good Jews, they always like to argue. So Shimon right away says, Mapitom, I know Levi's not a Nazir." Reuven says, "He is a Nazir." Levi says, "He's not a Nazir." Shimon, "Not a Nazir." They're arguing. The amar echad. So Ruben says, Harani nazir in kimoso hu nazir i'm sorry harani nazir im kimoso hu hu nazir if he's a nazir i'm a nazir that's what ruvin says the gavero omar what does shimon say harani nazir in kimoso hu nazir and shimon says i'm a nazir if he's not a nazir so what have i got ruvin says i'm a nazir if he is a nazir Shimon says I'm a Nazar if he's not a Nazar. So what do I know that I'm going to have? Before we get, what do you know you have?
1: What did you ask? So
0: Ruven and Shimon are arguing whether Levi's a Nazar. Yeah, yeah. So Reuven so commits Nazirus if Levi is a Nazar. And Shimon commits Nazirus if Levi is not a Nazar. Each one is backing up their argument. So what do I know I'm going to have at the end? When all the dust settles... And we find out what? what Levi is. What do I know I'm going to have? Be a Nazir? Somebody's got to be a Nazir, right? It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a binary system, right? Either Levi is a Nazir, levy's not a Nazir. So Ruvay said he's a Nazir if Levi is a Nazir. And Shimon said he's, I'm a Nazir if Levi's not a Nazir. So L'Chaira, if, Shimon, if Levi turns out to be a Nazir, Ruvay's a Nazir. And if Levi turns out not to be a Nazir, Shimon's a Nazir. Isn't that make sense? That's that's your default. So says the Ushne'em Miskavnin Linizirus. There's no question that when Reuven says I'm a Nazir, if Levi's a Nazir, what does Reuven mean? Does Reuven want to be a Nazir? No. Does Reuven want to be a Nazir? Yes. Of course, he's saying I'm. A, I'm convinced that. Remember, they started the argument by Shimon by saying Shimon is a Nazir, and Levi says he's not, and Shimon says he's not. A so, so Ruben and Shimon are arguing. So Ruben is backing up his claim of Nazir by saying, "I'm ready to be a Nazir if if, if Levy's a Nazir, because I'm convinced he's a Nazir." So, what does Ruben want to do? Ruben wants to be a
1: Nazir. What does Shimon I, I, want to be? I thought I thought precisely the opposite. Yeah, i so. Of the person normally does audience. not want to take upon himself the responsibility of being a nazir. So Reuven is saying, "I am so convinced that he's not a
0: nazir." That if he no, is no, another- no, you got it backwards. No, you got it backwards. Reuven is claiming I hold Levi is a nazir, and I'm taking on a nazirus if Levi is a nazir. And Shimon is convinced that he's not a nazir. And to back up his claim of not of of Levy not being a Nazir, to show that he's right, he's ready to say, "I'm a Nazir." If Levy is a Nazir, isn't a Nazir, because he's sure that he's not a Nazir, and he wants to be a Nazir. Otherwise, what are they saying? Why why are they making that 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 Nazirus? Because
1: because look because
0: oh I see you 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 think that being a Nazir is a bad thing. So he's saying like well, but I don't understand. You're convinced that he's a Nazir. So why are you offering to give away a million dollars if he's a Nazir? I mean, you, you think he's a Nazir or you don't think he's a Nazir? Uh,
1: I, I understand Reuven as, as being being the one who thinks that he's not a Nazir. But he's that's saying... not that you got it
0: backwards. You got it back. Then you're not reading the case. You're not reading the case. Look back to the case. So, Omar Echad, hareini Nazir, Kimoso hu shehu Nazir. I'm a nazir if he's a nazir
1: yeah, okay yeah alright that's true okay. okay
0: so that means Ruben wants to be a nazir yeah he, he's backing it up I'm, I'm so sure I'm sure he's a nazir I'm, yeah. I'm being a nazir yeah. so they both want to be nazirim so somebody should be a nazir yep the nimza ke'echad me'hem I'm back in the Rashi so shnei is Linizirus. the nimza me'hem it turns out that one of them was right Either he was a Nazir, or he wasn't a Nazir. That, obviously, it's a binary system. Well, one of them has to be true. Okay? The Yomar Rabbi Tarfon Ein Echad Mehen Nazir. Nobody's a Nazir. Why is nobody a Nazir? Says Rabbi Tarifon. al Omar Dvarav Tchila. At the end of the day, when he said, I'm a Nazir, if Ruben is a Nazir. He's sure that he's a Nazir. But is he really sure, or he's saying it to, as a suffake? I think ruven's a Nazir, so I'm going to be- make Nazirus based on my assumption that he's a Nazir. But at the end of the day, he doesn't have definitive knowledge. He's arguing with Jumo So says Rabbi Tarfon, that doesn't work in Nazirus, because the Ein Zuhafla'ah. Nazirus requires definitive commitment. The kiyafli ish—that's the pasuk. Kiyafli ish lindor ne'er nazir. Yafarish, right? Mashma. yifarish mashma. It's got to be explicit. It's got to be unequivocal. When Ruven said, "I'm a nazir," if Reuven, if if ladies are nazir, that's not unequivocal. Alma la tarafon. Here's where here's where it comes back to us. So at the end of the day, was Reuben in control of whether Levi's a or not? No. Reuben's not in control. It's out, it's out of his control. And he's not definitive because he's saying, I'm a Nazir if Levi's a right. If. But he has no control over that. So when you make something conditional, on some reality that's not within your control, and you don't know for sure, see, so we could have said that it's an asmahta, and if it turns out to be correct, he was committed. So we see Rabbi Tarfon holds that an asmahta doesn't work. Again, we see that that there's... A, again, it's a little bit indirect. We see that Rabbi Tarfan doesn't consider something that is made alt When you're not sure about it, it's not called definitive. That we know. So says the Gemara, that must be the opinion of Rabbi Tarfon. We got to find somebody. We have to find somebody who holds that the reason why the Masachic B'Kuvia is no good, even when he has other professions... Is because of some other reason, i.e., asmakta Okay, so we see that an asmakta and here we're getting a bit of a definition of an asmakta Again, let's read those words because this is gonna this is gonna carry us through a little bit. Tali tina'a, a person makes an makes a commitment conditional. A person makes a commitment based on something that he's not sure what the outcome is going to be, and it's not in his hands to control the outcome. That's an asmachta. So now, maybe it'll be a little easy, okay? That's an asmachta. It's it's a condition based on something that you don't know whether it's going to happen or not, and it's not in your control to make it happen. And therefore, gambling is clearly, when you say, I'm going to give a $1,000 if the dice comes up a 7, you don't know whether it's going to come up a 7. And it's not in your control that it should come up a 7. So therefore, it's, a, it's an asmachta. Okay? That's basically where we are in this gemara. Questions? If there's any element of skill that takes it out of asmachta? That's that's was a little bit ambiguous in the Rashi. Here, here it's clear that it has nothing to do with skill. It's completely something that's not in your hands. That's what Rashi, that's what Rashi says. The La biyade. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Labiade la means that it's not under your control at all. Again, what you're asking is what about a poker game? Because there is an element of skill in a poker game as opposed to a roulette wheel. Right. Okay. All right, so again, we're going to see, we have to see, I mentioned that we needed to see, I hope you guys also brought a Bava Basra, that we, we I said that was going to be the next thing. So our next, I think that, yeah, the next thing we want to see is, and this is the, the case that Rashi brought, and I think this is really, a really important case. We're going to go to Bava Basra, Kuf Samach Ches. I just let me get my Bava Basra, and we'll continue. Bava Basra, Kuf Samach Ches. We, we will be coming back to this Gomorrah because there's Tosos that we didn't see. But again, we're not going to understand the Tosos without seeing a couple of uh, Gomorrahs and Baba Bash and Baba Mitzik. Okay, so Kuf Samach ches, amud Kuf samaches amud aleph. Yeah, everybody. Does everybody have it yet? Bava Basra kuf samaches amud aleph mishnah. Misha param miksas I mentioned. I started this case, right? Okay, so Tuvia has a IOU on me that I owe him a thousand dollars, and I paid five hundred. The hislish Storo. And we gave the star of thousand dollars to Yehuda. That's hishlish star. We gave over the star to a third independent party because I don't trust Tuvia to hold on to a star that says a thousand. Tuvia certainly isn't going to tear up the star because I still owe him five hundred. So we give the star to Yehuda for safekeeping, and we trust that Yehuda will tear up the star when I pay Tuvia the five hundred dollars. But what happens if I don't pay Tuvia the five hundred dollars? Tuvia's not just doesn't want to w- wait around till Mashiach for his money. So therefore, we say like this: the Omer lo, and I say to Yehuda that. I'm sorry. There's a there's a gersher change, right? I'm sorry. If I don't pay back the rest of the debt by January 1st, give him back his star. So what just happened here? I am giving, I am basically putting on the line a penalty. It's really a penalty. I'm saying if I don't pay back the debt by January 1st, give him back the star. now he can collect the whole debt over again. Okay, so it's a penalty for not paying back on time. Everybody following this? Yeah. Says the Gomorrah, January 1st comes, and I didn't pay. Rabbi Yosi Yite, Rabbi Omar Lo Yite. says, Yehuda, give him back the stock. Rabbi Yehuda says, no, 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 don't give him back the stock. Says the Gomorrah. Let's just see the Rash, the Rash bam. You know, this is Rash bam here, just a uh, one line Rash bam. He, the Hamash Hamalva Masruhu, Hu So, both Tuvia and I, the Malva and the Love, we gave the star over to Yehuda. Why did we do that? says Rashi. It was too much trouble to write a receipt. I don't want to keep a receipt. I trust Yehuda that he won't give him back to star unless I pay. I, he won't give him back to star unless I don't pay. And Tuvia understands that if I don't pay, he'll get the star back. We relied on it. Says the Gemara, what's the argument between Rabbi, Nos, Rabbi, Yehud, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi, and Rabbi Yehuda? Rab savar asmahta kanya savar asmahta lo kanya So we see clearly that the gemara understands that what just happened here is an asmachta. says Rashba. Asmachta. here we go here we're going to start with the definitions Asmachta. Hamavtiach le khaviro dovar alminat she yasadover le atid so Ruven promises Shimon, I Shimon will give you something in the future conditional. Meaning, you know, let's make it our case. So I basically told Yehuda the Shlish, I'm promising to give Tuvia five hundred dollars in the future. And if I don't, give him back a star. And what's my assumption? When I make that promise, what's my assumption?
3: Gonna get, I'm going to
0: pay. My assumption is I'm going to pay. Do I think that it's up in the air? I'm convinced I'm going to pay. Okay? So, so so much beliebo. I'm confident. I'm very confident that by January 1st, I'll be able to pay. So I never intended Yehuda to actually have to give the star. Something happened. And when January 1st came, I wasn't able to pay. I never intended for this to actually happen. So says, so says, says Rabbi Yossi, you made a commitment you didn't live up to your commitment. You're bound by your commitment. It's interesting. What does the Rajbam have to explain? Why low Kanya? Rajbam doesn't explain Kanya. Why doesn't he explain Kanya? This goes to what I think Tuvi asked. What's your default? Asmakta Kanya Lokanya. Kanya? Kanya. Because?
1: It's a, it's, a, kanya. it's It's an undertaking.
0: You made a commitment. You made a commitment. What do you mean? <laughs> you know, it's reminiscent of the old, uh, you know, the old segment that one of the Israeli prime ministers said many years ago, and people have used it since then. They come to him. He made a promise. And, of course, now with our politicians today, it's off the charts. But this is a real story. He made a promise. So they came to him when he wasn't doing what he promised to do. and says, You promised. And he said, You Lekaye. I promised, but I didn't promise to fulfill my promise. Okay? So, no, you, uh, the deal, of course, that's why you made a commitment that if I don't, I made a commitment to Tuvia that if I don't pay by January 1st, Yehuda should give the star. And I didn't pay, Yehuda should give the star. What's kanya? Let's see the kanya. Says Rashbam. Uh Lokanya. The Eno Nitpas bitznao, The Loyavsi Bikach. He's not bound by his condition, and he shouldn't lose because of that. Remember, at the end of the day, am I going to lose money? This is an important point in the Esma. Am I going to lose money?
2: Yeah, 500 bucks. If,
0: if, 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 if Yehuda does what I promised to have him do, am I going to lose? Come on, guys. Of course I'm going to lose. I paid $500. And if Yehuda then gives uh, to you the star, Tubi's going to collect another thousand. So I'm going to lose. So therefore, we should say, Lo I shouldn't lose because I wasn't. I made a commitment, okay? But it wasn't a commitment that I expected to ever be actualized. And therefore, means I shouldn't have to lose because of it. Says the Rashbam, the Dine which are the next two of the Gomorrahs that we're going to see. Questions still here? Nobody? The, I mean, my, my
1: the only problem I have at the moment is, is something you said two sentences ago, which is that the person, regarding the svar of why the person, the person knows that there is a probability that it could happen. It's not, he obviously does. Do, he does. He doesn't want it to happen, but to say that he didn't believe it could happen—it's—it's—it's it's, it's just statistically incorrect. He knew that it's statistically it could happen. So there's okay. a risk, like anything else. I mean, like anything else, there's a risk in life. There's risks in business.
0: I mean, good. So I'm, I'm gonna. I will jump ahead a little bit and just try to get into the head of Asmachta Kanya. Did he really mean it? Did he really mean that he's going to lose $500 if he, can't pay by, if he can't pay by January 1st? Is that really what he meant? Is that really what he wanted? Could be. No, no way. No way. No way. If you would ask him at the time, so do you really want this to happen? So he'll whisper in your ear, of course I don't want it to happen, but I got to get two of you off my back. And the only way I'm going to get them off my back is by doing this. So I'll pay. I have no problem. I'm sure I'm confident that I will pay. The again, the it was again, we're gonna talk about this more, but the commitment was made under duress with no expectation that it's ever going to be actualized.
1: Well, my so my question, so my question is like I don't need an answer right now, but this is obviously goes to the heart of the whole smokta issue. But it's that's not really duress. That's not duress. Duress means you don't have a choice. And you're put in you're put in a corner. You were never in a corner. You you put yourself in this situation and you decided to accept upon yourself a certain financial risk because you felt
0: that you're going to be able to get out of it.
1: And, but and, you and, didn't.
0: And, yeah, again, I'm going to use words right now. And again, we've got to see all the sources and you're going to see why Asmahta the Kani Lokani the is a big muck locus and why it's going to go way beyond gambling. It goes way beyond gambling. Sure. Did, did you really mean it? Did you really mean it?
1: Yes. Yes. You really meant it because you felt that it's not going to happen.
0: So like, this is what you just said. I'm sure it's not going to happen.
1: Right, because you, because you But why is that any different than a businessman making a calculated risk and miscalculating?
0: Why oh, is that any oh, different? Wait, okay, all Sorry. right. So I'll just open the door for where we're going to be going. Okay, and then that's going to be the next Gomorrah that we, the next Gemara that we're going to see, is Bava Metzia Memches. Okay, which basically, in modern terminology, is going to relate to penalty clauses in a contract.
1: Right, I'm, 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 I'm thinking about that all the time. I mean,
0: okay. So the good news for you, Pinchas. Is that all of the Diana and Poskin today say that when you sign a contract with a lawyer and it includes a penalty clause, it it takes it the it takes it out of the realm of asmahta. Why? Because when you sign a contract with a lawyer, you know you're gonna to have to deliver. I'm I'm jumping ahead again. I'm I'm opening, I'm I'm getting out of the of the of the real problem of asmahta. Okay, the real problem of asmachta. Listen to the words. Asmachta means you really never thought that this is going to happen. You never thought it's going to happen. Again, if you if you want, let's we'll pick it up. You know what? We have a. Um, if you can we jump quickly, can we jump quickly to Mem Ches Bava Metzia? Yeah. Uh, yes, Josh. Uh, Josh, you got to give everybody a trigger warning. Josh, yes. Josh has gone deeply into this sugya before. OK, well, no, no, I do. have
3: to be clear, I, t- I tried and I failed.
0: Oh, I thought <laughs> so, I was going to I was about to say Josh could probably also give this year given how deeply he went into the suya. OK,
3: I got lost in the base, Yosef. Uh, OK, right. um, okay. Just, to, just to point out, this Rashbam here says that what is a smachta? A smachta is something that he he doesn't think is going to happen because he plans to deliver, but then he's nanas and fails to deliver. The Rashi and Sanhedrin said something completely
0: different in oh, That's fine. By the way, Pinchas, the the the, the key word in this, Rajvam, thank you for Josh for reminding me, is that it was Nenas. In other words, it's very likely that if he deliberately doesn't pay on January 1st, then Yehuda is allowed to deliver the Shtar. The claim is going to be that I never intended, and that's one of the things we're going to see, it's very clear that I never intended when I agreed that Yehuda should keep the star and give it back to Tuvi if I don't pay the money, I never intended that it's going to be if I'm a victim of an onus. I meant that if I'm irresponsible, if I'm derelict, if if I'm lackadaisical, then he should give it. But if there's an onus, I never intended that this should be activated by an onus. Can you live with that, Pinchas?
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Okay so that's the that's Maruma's here in the Rashbam that's going to be a very important issue as we go on. Josh what do you want to add?
3: Yeah I just want to say the Rashi over here defined over here meaning in Sanhedrin um he said it's something that's number one lav bayade the low yada right he didn't know he doesn't know whether he's not sure whether he's a nazir or not and it's not whether it's not in his control whether lady's a nazir or not.
0: The Rashi, but let's, let's apply that but let's apply that to the gambler Okay, because you're right. The definition in here, the definition that Rashi gives over there is not going to be quite applicable except for the fact that it's onus. In other words, the onus is not biyade. It's The onus is not biyadeh, and he doesn't think it's going to happen.
3: Right, but Rashi says he has to be, to qualify as a smakta, he has to be masna on something that's la biade No, well, that, that's exactly what we got well, well, but over here in Baba Basra, the time that he's Masna, he thinks it is Biyade.
0: No, but but the Onus takes it out of Biyade, meaning was he including in his Tnai an Onus that's going to happen? That's La Biyade. Okay. That's that's exactly the interface here. That's why okay. we need an Onus because that's La Biyade. I agree. If he would be derelict in it, then of course he's he's going to have to. Then of course he would have gives over the shock. That's not what we're talking about. Okay, Rabbeinu, we'll 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 leave it here for now. We're gonna we're gonna see two uh, two or three Gomorrahs. We're gonna see three Gomorrahs in Bava Metzia. Okay, so make sure you have your your Bava Metzias next time.